0: Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking with Megan Connery, one of the two people behind Hot Dog Magazine. We delivered Hot Dog on Stack last month, so if you are one of our subscribers, you'll already know that Hot Dog is a delightfully unprofessional poetry magazine. That's their words, not mine. And I hope this conversation will help to give you a bit of context on the motivations of Megan and her fellow co-founder, Molly Taylor. As you'll hear, they're absolutely fastidious about representing their poets in the way that they would want to be seen, and they go to extreme lengths to make sure they get that just right. I also think it's really interesting that Megan and Molly began as complete outsiders who were in no way part of the poetry world, but as the magazines groaned, they found themselves at the heart of this poetry community, and they're working to navigate that shift as they go. Megan is very passionate about the magazine, that totally shines out of the pages. You'll also hear it in her voice as she speaks, and it does occasionally manifest itself in a few swear words, so you might decide that you don't want to listen to this one with small children around. Before I begin, I should also say that if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Hot Dog, that means you're not a Stack subscriber, so you should use the code PODCAST to get 10% off our regular prices. Just go to to stackmagazines.com and use the code podcast and we'll be able to send these brilliant magazines to you every month okay that's enough of the sales message here's megan connery from hot dog All right, megan thank you very much for coming over to the office
1: thank you for having me
0: uh, you are one of the people behind Hot Dog. This is true. I guess maybe it would be useful if you tell us what is this Hot Dog thing.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I should have like had the press release out because um, what is Hot Dog? That's like the most complicated question ever. Um, well, what we wrote in the issue is that it is the most unplanned plan of all plans, unprocessed perennial poetry. Hot Dog is like water, healing, nourishing necessary um which doesn't really explain anything
0: (laughs) i mean i i would go with it's a poetry magazine (laughs)
1: yeah yeah it is it is a poetry magazine but um i think that it's uh i think we approach things a little bit differently we think than other magazines i guess i don't work at other magazines so i can't speak for them um we approach things in a very collaborative way um Interviews aren't interviews, they're more like conversations and it's not about really digging into like the meaning behind a poem or like an academic perspective of a poem. It's more about when we interview people, understanding like things about their life or things that they're interested in, things that inspire them, and then intermittent like interspersing that with their poetry. And by understanding more about them, the more you understand about them, the more their poetry is going to kind of resonate and speak to you. Um, so it's just kind of taking a slightly... I don't... It's difficult to use the word accessible because actually one of the things we spoke about in the most recent issue is um, poetry being accessible. And and we kind of all... Like, it is accessible. Um, so I don't want to say that. But it it's not about, like being, like, a hard read, if that makes sense. Like, I don't... Everyone, not I. I'm probably going to say I because, like, Molly's physically not here. Um, Wait, so so hang on, so hang on, so
0: so, who is Molly?
1: Molly is the other half of Hot Dog, the much more charismatic and lovely half. Um, But she is in New York at the moment, working very hard and couldn't be there, couldn't be here, because it's really early in the morning there, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we do do everything together. Um, So like molly's a, a, a little bit more poetry i'm a little bit more design but nothing happens without both of us like signing off on everything which is one of the reasons why it takes so long for a hot dog to come out <laughs> that and we work um yeah does that answer that didn't yeah
0: perfect <laughs> so the so this is a, a poetry magazine yeah. which the two of you started together we did What was it that first made you want to make a poetry magazine?
1: Um, I think we initially, we called it productive hanging out. Because when you live in London, like, you don't ever see anybody, or I don't. Um, So we're like, okay, if we make a magazine, then, like, we have to see each other, right? Like, we physically have to hang out. Um, Still, hot dog meetings are, like, 80% not focusing on hot dogs. So they're very long meetings. Um, But then molly has kind of been really passionate about poetry for her whole whole life i came at it from a very different perspective of like a serious amount of hate um and kind of feeling like i wasn't smart enough or i wasn't good enough and then a few maybe like a year or two before molly and i met and then as we became better friends like my interest in poetry like kind of I was like, oh, it's not shit. Like, it's actually quite good. Um, so then we're just like, oh, this is nice because we felt like the poetry magazines out there weren't, I guess, just like speaking to us, maybe? Maybe, maybe she's born with it. Um, but it was like, so we're just like, well, let's just make a poetry magazine. Like,
0: how hard can that be? How hard is it to make a poetry very magazine? Very freaking
1: hard. <laughs> like, it's very, every decision that we made. To make it easier for ourselves, made it more difficult for ourselves. Like uh, what?
0: Like what sort of
1: stuff? Uh, oh, we're like, oh, we're not going to have articles. We're just going to do interviews. That's so hard. Doing a good interview, editing an interview, especially because we don't do regular interview interviews. They're more like chats, maybe at a bar, three, four hours to transcribe. Um, yeah. And then we always send the interview back to the writer or whoever we're interviewing. Um, which could involve like a lot of back and forth so that they're happy with it. Because, uh, although somebody told me recently that was unethical, and I'm like, is it? Apparently we're unethical. Um, I don't think it's unethical because for us it's about making sure that every single person in the magazine is represented the way they want to be represented. And I think that you can easily be taken out of context, especially if there's alcohol involved. Like, you know, it's not like we're trying to like get to someone's like childhood trauma to like but like if people tell us something and then they're like i really didn't want that in there that's horrible um and yeah so that's kind of that was a tough that that's been difficult doing interviews it's really hard
0: and when you started the magazine you so you you came at this from someone who you said like you'd hated poetry the like it wasn't Mm. your thing at all yeah when you go about starting to try to make a magazine with that sort of background, like, how do you choose the poets and the people that you have involved with that magazine? How do you how do you do things differently to the magazines that you don't like?
1: Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know how they do things. I guess they, like, know people. Like, we're not, like, in the, like, I don't know, maybe we are. Like, especially when we started, it was, like, we weren't, like, in the poetry scene. But, like, Molly knew loads of poets, So issue one was, like, very much kind of people that we knew, and then we literally, like, tweeted people. And, like, I was, like, with two followers, like, me and Molly. (laughs) And I I couldn't believe it. Like, these amazing people got back to us. So we interviewed Octavia Bright, um, who does Literary Friction on NTS, with Carrie Plitt, which is an amazing podcast that you should be listening to. Um, And then also Rachel Allen, who's the poetry poetry editor at Granta, and just did this amazing book um with an illustrator and yeah they uh, we were kind of blown away that they even wanted to talk to us we're like oh do you know who we are like are you sure about this um but they did and they were great and they were really supportive and and kind of from that point um, actually it was their response and all of the poets I mean it was tiny it was on like what it was like six, 48 64 pages or something on newsprint um, and every single person that was in it, got in touch with us and told us how much it meant to them, and and from that point, we decided to base our success on us being happy with it and the contributors being happy. Like, that's that's the goal, because it's about representing people honestly and creatively, and I think that when you do that, people can feel the integrity and they know that you're not fucking with them,
0: basically. Mm, mm. So so it's really coming out of this community that you're kind of creating as you go along. Yeah,
1: I guess so. Um, A lot of long emails, like I send very long emails. Um, And so yeah, the doing interviews and um, what else did we do that made it really hard? I guess like neither of us had like ever used any design software. So figuring out how to do that was quite tough. Um, But like, that's fine. Like it turns out it's really easy.
0: And so you do, you do more of the design. Yeah, yeah. I aesthetic. do like
1: the, te- like, I, ta- I put this stuff onto the page, but like at every iteration, like Molly, like, looks through it and we make the decisions together. But like, I'm the one who like physically does it,
0: yeah. So for someone who hasn't seen this before, what is, what does it look like? What's your design aesthetic? <laughs> uh,
1: I remember the day that I found out you can make a gradient go up and down instead of just like left to right. Um, that's that's the aesthetic. Is using gradients in a variety of fun ways. Um, I think it's really nice. <laughs> uh, I guess it's like new new aesthetics. Really, that's a lie. Like I'm I'm kind of downplaying it a bit. Um, I hadn't used design software, but I studied art history and have always been really interested in design. So like I know what looks good and like I trust my taste. But it was just like how do I actually make this happen? Um, I don't even like, we don't have any copies. Somebody asked me for issue one, and I'm like, oh, maybe under the bed. Um, But yeah, I guess gradients, QR codes that go, like if you scan them, God knows where you're going to end up. I think one of them takes you to my hometown's Wikipedia page, which (laughs) is enlightening. Um, And yeah, I I think as well we kind of, I really like, When I'm designing it, like thinking about how, how it's, it's not a physical object; it's a digital object. So any place that we can kind of, like, like highlight the intersection between print and digital, I always enjoy. Um, Or if like there's like a glitch or something, um, I like keeping that kind of thing in there.
0: Um, I love that. I, I I think that I think that not enough people realize that these print magazines, this analog media. Yeah. It's fundamentally digital, like it, digital. it's it like for most of its life, it is a series of files sitting on someone's computer.
1: Yeah, it is. I know so many files, so many tries that usually look like really bad. And I think maybe maybe, maybe it's because I'm not like a, a designer. That was in bunny ear quotes. Um, I think the hardest thing for me is to design it without the content, like placeholder text. Just like doesn't, I can't handle it. Because even like with the poems, like every single layout is actually referencing like the poem. Like you might not know what it is, but it's there. Um, like it might just be me that knows because it's like definitely like pretty abstract. But uh, it, is, it is there and it's based on the content. And so it's really hard to do anything until I have the content. So like that's, that's definitely probably one of the biggest challenges that I have. Um, and then it's also just that like with poetry, um, it can be so, so personal and just making sure that it looks in a way that like the writer is going to feel like that their work has been honored, I guess. Mm. Like that's why we don't put images like art next to poetry because it's like, like that's too that's too kind of far to take it i think without having that be like an entire concept uh, Mm. and like exploring that um Mm. because it's like what you're gonna just like draw a picture about this poem and then we'll know then the poet needs to look at it and it has to go back and forth and back and forth so instead we keep them separate so it's about using like graphics gradients uh the big shift for issue three was moving from squares to circles um so that was massive and um One of my favorite spreads is always the Ipsum spread, which has like the bones of the grid from the So you've basically got
0: like the the InDesign grid you allow to kind of like come onto the printed page. Yeah, yeah. To show the provenance of where this thing came from. Exactly, exactly. And this is the exciting thing. It's the, you know, the fact is that it's tools like InDesign Mm. and it's like, you know, Apple and all the rest of it. They're the people who are giving people like you the, the ability to make this stuff. I
1: know, yeah, no, it's great. Like I really find, um, working on it is probably like the most creatively fulfilled that I feel um, just like playing around with different different layouts and like reading people's work and trying to like elicit something from that work because um, it really is for us like it's about the poetry. Yeah, like, and you, I feel like I can't like pick a favorite one. Like, they're all my favorite.
0: I would never ask you to pick a favorite yeah, one. That would be, be too up. much. Oh, the, 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 the responsibility you have to your writers. I think <laughs> Oh that would my god! Not can you okay. imagine?
1: I'm just like contributors page.
0: <laughs> so the, you, you you mentioned earlier that you started out in newsprint. So you yeah. you made a like a, an your first issue, which yeah. was was that with news, newsprint newspaper newspaper
1: club? club 100 copies, sold out.
0: I've got mine at home, my, Excellent. mine's Excellent. on my shelf yeah. at home. I've
1: got mine in a plastic pocket, so it doesn't like, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Good thinking.
0: Yeah. And then the next one, you went up to uh, Saddle Stitch magazine, we so did. it's a staple bound yeah. magazine. Yeah. And now this third one, so yeah. when we sent this out to so Stack subscribers we this did. month, uh, Surprise! Is, is proper. Now everyone knows that now. <laughs> right. they've got okay. their bags
1: now. I haven't opened my copy, I haven't opened my Stack Delivery. Like, I'm nervous, I can't handle
0: it. What, do you think that maybe we've sent you something else? I don't know! To... Like, I'm
1: like, what's in there? Like, oh my God, like, what if it, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'll just wait. So it's just like sitting there. Okay. I also want to have like a video of, a. I want a video of video of it being opened, which I don't think I can physically do by myself. So I need like, yeah. But yeah, I haven't
0: opened it yet. Okay. All right. Well, it's going to be a hot dog, I promise. Yeah.
1: And then I was like, do I, like, can I sell that? <laughs> they're like no you can't you have to keep it it's special and i'm like is it <laughs> like i don't know
0: yeah it's very meta um so you've gone perfect bound for this one. we have we have yeah so you you've i mean like you've had a really rapid evolution from the from what was it like two years ago yeah when you started
1: i mean i guess it's rapid because if you think of it like that it's just three issues but it's pretty like not rapid if you think that it took like over three years <laughs> maybe and it took over a year for the first issue to even like happen like we actually I think the first meeting was like sometime in like 2015 like the end maybe the end of 2014 like I don't know it was a long time ago god in a police station it was really cold we didn't have heating or hot water on Wednesdays so we just like made a terracotta heater and then you put a little bit v- can tea lights underneath it and we're just like huddled around <laughs> this heater like it was grim dude um, oh my
0: goodness yeah Okay, well, so, so you're here now with, the, <laughs> yeah, with, with yeah. what looks like a, a proper, yeah, like, you know, this is this is like a, a proper, yeah, it's poetry le- journal. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It looks legit, doesn't it? So, um, what, so
0: g- given that, like, kind of evolution of how you've gone so far, like, what are the thoughts for the future? Where, like, where do you want it to go next? Oh my
1: god. Like, yeah, so many, so, so, so many thoughts. And like a couple things that I'm not quite ready to talk about yet because like they're too abstract. Um, Like definitely we'll eventually do a launch. So like maybe summertime, like it's people (laughs) want to go out more in the summertime um, after everybody's bought it. And so, but we're we're, one of the things that we're doing is creating like companion publications that go along with it. So um, like some of, or all, like, I don't know yet. of the contributors are doing, like, a little bit extra, um, which I won't, like, give away anything, but, like, they're going to be really fun printing on RISO, like, to kind of keep keep costs down, etc. cetera. And um, so that's going to be nice, just, like, these little things that kind of, like, either elucidate a theme in the magazine or, like, show something that, like, that contributor does, like, something else creative that they do, which I think is really cool. Um, and then... I would like to start doing like some events um, and have a bit more like community engagement, um, but have to kind of figure out like what that proposition is. And uh, yeah, keep on, keep it on. Definitely going to be doing some more like small press publications um, with like hot dog, like being like a flagship or something. Um, oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, uh, which we've already we've already started on some, and a a series a series of of ipsums, so we had the hot dog ipsum and uh, I'm printing a longer version of that and then also working with some out-of-copyright female writers and then going to attempt to have some contemporary writers let me algorithm there work and make it into something completely different so
0: wait so this so this is like an ipsum generator yeah so the so so for when you need dummy text for yeah, yeah, projects yeah you yeah. Like at the moment you can get like bacon ipsum yeah, and stuff like yeah, that so, yeah. the, so this would be a, like, a we have a hot dog ipsum. yeah
1: yeah we have a hot dog ipsum which is from our twitter uh our twitter feed which is part of it is in the end of the magazine and then um i'm working on a dickinson ipsum um And that's all I can say on that for now. Cool. Um, Yeah, but it's really exciting, like lots of really exciting things, but most of which are still kind of floating around in our minds and not quite ready to be like, this is what's happening, guys, this day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, loads of talks and stuff, like people want us to do talks, which is nice, like coming here, that's nice.
0: Brilliant, Yeah. well, I'm I'm pleased to hear it. Yeah. I think one of the most interesting things about this magazine is that all the writers in here are either women or people of non-binary gender, mm. but that's never stated anywhere. There, there's, it's, you know, that you don't get like on the cover, Hot Dog, the poetry magazine for women and non-binary. Yeah. People, like, what was the, what's the significance of that to you?
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like we don't really talk about it because we want people to talk about the work. And I think it's really easy to have conversations about gender that end up being conversations about gender instead of conversations about poetry. Um, as I explained at the beginning very succinctly, this is a poetry magazine, <laughs> and it's like the work in here is amazing poetry. Um, and I would never want to ask somebody to like talk to me about their gender, just like I would never want some, somebody to... like. It's not it's not the right place for me to, to us, for us to have that conversation if that makes sense um, and I want, not I, sorry we, always we, whenever I say I I mean we um, we want, like the work stands on its own um, and it's great to think, I think for me, I hope that and I think, I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I speak from Molly here as well. I hope that people like see Hot Dog and, first of all, like, maybe don't realize it's a poetry magazine and pick it up and are like, oh, this is really cool, and then realize that they're reading poetry and are like, oh, fuck, whoopsie. But actually, it's nice. Um, and maybe you realize that it's all female identifying, or maybe you don't. And I think that's really nice um, because it's, it's just giving people a space to be themselves and to write what they want to write without having to answer that question. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: And, and the, a really nice uh, touch I think that you've added for this one is at the back you've mm. got the um, hot dog is section where yeah. each of the writers have provided like a couple of sentences and sometimes it gives you like a little insight into what they were thinking of with that poem or sometimes it's a bit about them or sometimes it's completely oblique
1: yeah but it just gives
0: that bit more kind of context
1: i think so i think it's like and i guess and maybe this is me coming from well i guess it's been like maybe five or six years now that i've probably like six years of like reading poetry and three years of like intensely reading poetry and but i still um i guess just one of the things i'm really interested in in with creativity is like when a creative act finished like is a piece of poetry ever finished? Like, does ever does it? When you write something, do you ever sit there and think like this is done? Like, even looking at this, like magazine. Sorry, the magazine is sitting in front of me. Um, I'm still like, oh, I could have done this, or I could have like, it's never, it's never done. And like, who does finish it? Like, is it the reader that finishes it? Um, and if when you're reading something, like, if you re- if I read something now, if I read this now. Uh, and then read it six months from now it's going to be different because my life has changed like i have all these influences that have changed and so um i guess we just thought it'd be really interesting to know to have like a little bit of insight whether it's like abstract or like quite concrete so that when people are reading the magazine if they then read the contributors page and go back to that poem they're like oh like it's a new poem basically and i think that like that definitely happened for me When I was asking people um, who were submitting poems, and I was asking them what they were about, like there were poems that came in, and I read them in with my bias, and then got their answers, and I was like, "This is like this. It's a new piece. Like this, it's given it completely new like new lifeblood or whatever the fuck. Like, um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's why we did that. And I mean, I like it. I don't know if anybody else likes it. Nobody said anything
0: to me about it, so, yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess a a lot of people- Like, don't read this page. I was gonna say, a lot of people might not see that. It's very unassuming, it's at the back. You're you're not like signposting it and directing people there, but when I found it, no, 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 I think that really helps because then when I found it, I was like, ooh, I can now go back and read all of this again, actually, and and see how it changes.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, that's that's the goal. And, like, always just, like, I think the big thing is, like, just not, like, taking ourselves too seriously, Um, which maybe comes across more in our social media than in the magazine, but, like, what we take seriously is the work, like, we take that very seriously. Like, when somebody gives us their words and their artwork, like, there is, like, a bond of trust that I would... I don't know what I would do if somebody in the magazine said they were unhappy with it. Like that would just like I don't I don't know how I'd handle that. Um, but probably not very well. <laughs> um but like people like to like people think like poetry's so serious. And like it can be really serious, but like it's also like really fun and it's like I think especially if you're interested in words, um, I I love the way that, you know, you can be really playful and like interesting with words, and like how poems make you want to speak the words instead of just read the words, and you can make up words, and it's it's kind of like everything is allowed, but like, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just nice, I guess. Poetry's right. cool. People well, should read poetry. People should read poetry. Read people poetry. should read this
0: poetry yeah. in this magazine. Yeah.
1: In. Do that. Like, what's your favorite <laughs> magazine? Hot dog. Uh, I don't know what my favorite magazine is.
0: <laughs> All right. Listen, thank you very much for coming over.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah. I hope that was okay.
0: OK, that's all for this week. If you've seen Hot Dog, I think you'll know exactly what Megan means about poetry being serious but also fun. They publish poems about these big, difficult, heartfelt issues but have this lovely, light visual tone. As I said at the beginning, if you haven't seen all of this for yourself, that means you're not a Stack subscriber. So, so put that right. Go to stackmagazines.com and use the code podcast for 10% off our regular prices. I'm afraid we're out of copies of Hot Dog now, but you can still buy one of those from hotdogmag.com. That's hotdogmag.com. I'd like to say thanks very much to Megan for coming over and speaking about all the stuff that she does. And of course, thanks to you for listening too. If all goes well, next week's episode will be coming from the Edge Festival in Munich. So if you'd like to hear that as soon as it's ready, make sure you follow us on either SoundCloud or iTunes, and we'll be able to send it straight to your phone next Friday. Okay, that's all for now. We'll be back again next week.